0: Yo, what's good? Episode 182, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. First time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, salute. And just an episode. saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you as well. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everyone had a safe week, safe weekend, Enjoy yourselves. Make sure you guys subscribe to all streaming platforms, Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Appreciate the love, man, support. Took the week off last week with the Birmingham. Enjoyed my brother Steven, his wedding. Shout out to him and his wife, Laura. Everything was beautiful. I enjoyed myself. Anytime you have a wedding and the reception is open bar, you don't got to worry about me complaining at all. The food was great, the drinks was flowing, the music was banging. Everybody enjoyed themselves, man. Had a great time. Great fellowship. Everybody was able to go back home to their family, man. So once again, shout out my brother Steven, his wife Laura. Everything was beautiful on my end. I want to send condolences, family and friends to the artist PB Rock. He was killed last week. In L.A., Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, man. It was just crazy. And once again, another video surfaced, and I'm like, fam, we not supposed to see this shit. Not supposed to see this shit, and some, some got to happen, man. Like, dog, this is like a reoccurring thing in the hip-hop community. I don't want to call it the hip-hop culture no more because nobody's taking people, nobody's holding each other accountable, nobody's trying to figure out what's going on, man. It just constantly a rapper after a rapper after a rapper after a rapper. We have yet to catch a break. Anytime it feel like everything's going good, you get that thing, get that thought in your head like everything's going too good. Something's got to happen eventually. Saying so, we back here once again. So, a uh, to his family and friends yet again another daughter without a father to come home to, man. Another woman, with her significant other gun down in front of her. So imagine her thought process. Another mom with a child gone, man. And it's bigger than just route. It's bigger than route. I mean, this thing locally, nationally, it's crazy, man. Like I always say be aware of your surroundings, man. Social media detectives get to work in terms of trying to find a damn killer. Y'all so busy trying to put the blame on who fault it was, posting pictures. Fam, try to find a damn killer. As much as y'all go on trying to find, like, who fault it is and putting the blame on somebody, how about blaming the person who pulled the damn trigger? <laughs> you ever thought of that? Blame the person who pulled the damn trigger. Y'all blaming the girl for posting the picture. She at Roscoe's. Fam, she didn't kill the man. Somebody else did. Somebody walked up and uh, shot the man in front of numerous witnesses, and yet, y'all trying to blame this young lady. I just shake my head at shit. I shake my head at a lot of shit, actually. You know what I'm saying? So, condolences to his family and friends. I saw T. Grizzly posted a picture saying, Yo, bro was out here for my wedding. You know, imagine that. You you bring your boy up for in Cali at that. You bring your boy to Cali for your wedding. Not even twenty four hours later, you know what I'm saying? You're hearing that he got gunned down. Just eating with his woman. Just wanna eat some Roscoe's. You know what I'm saying? It's craziness, man. It's craziness. We gotta know how to move. We gotta be aware of our surroundings, man. I always say it. I don't say it because it sounds cool, neither. We just gotta be aware of certain things when we go out in the public. Whether you known, not known, wearing jury, no jury, these folks don't care. They'll rob you for a gift card, man. These folks do not care out here, man. So just be mindful of that. I hate I got to start this episode with that, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But I'm going to end it on the positive note. End it on the positive note like I always do. Once again, salute to my brother Steve and Lord. You know what I'm saying? Celebrating love. Shout out to Abby Elementary. Quinta Brunson won an Emmy. You know what I'm saying? Shirley Lee Ralph won an Emmy. Salute to that whole cast. New season coming soon for them. Shout out to Issa Ray. I saw the red carpet at the Emmys that was like yo you said famously new uh years ago you room for everybody black how you feel tonight she said yo I'm still room for everybody black nothing's changed nothing's going to change I'm room for everybody black so shout out to Issa Rae Quinta Brunson Shirley Ralph those the highlights I got from the Emmys I think they said Lizzo one too at the Emmys so shout out to them shout out to Haley Haley Bailey she got a role. She got the role as the Little Mermaid. You know, got everybody in the uproar for no damn reason. Be black. Be proud. Be black. So I want to see more black women get those roles, man. So, shout out to Haley for doing that. And shout out to Finesse two times, man. I saw Columbus booked him for a show that he coming in November. So, make sure you guys support that, man. Go out, have a great time, enjoy yourselves. I'm still debating about it. I fucked with Finesse two times. He got at least five songs I'm ready to hear from him in person. He previewed a track with Gucci That sounded hard too He previewed a track with Gucci That sounded hard too So I'm looking forward to that as well So I just want to send Some condolences man Send some positive energy Out to everybody man I know within our time period On this earth Within the past few years We've been seeing a lot of death A lot of moments that A lot of people didn't think They were ever going to see But it just goes to show man, How quick time moving man We almost in 2023 now Know what I'm saying? Just show how time can come and go. I always say, like UGK said, one day you're here, that's when you're gone, man. So, shout out to my brother Steven once again, his wife Laura. Shout out to everybody I just named from the Emmys. Once again, condolence and prayers to the family and friends of PB Rob, man. So, now on the new music, Ari Lennox, new album, age, sex, location, 12 tracks, features Lucky Day, Chloe, and Summer Walker. All in all, this project. I don't want nobody to get mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Don't it ain't nothing for you guys to mention me or nothing. It's just my opinion. I might prefer this album over Shea Butter Baby. Now, Shea Butter Baby is a great album. I prefer you guys to listen to both if you haven't already. Shea Butter Baby a great album, but for what I look for when it comes to R&B music and all that, I think this one might flow just a little bit better for my liking than Shea Butter Baby. Nah, I'm not mad at whichever one you take. I mean, it's not a wrong answer if you ask me which one you take, but it might just be the honeymoon honeymoon phase. I'm going through with this album, but it's been on rotation for me since it dropped. It's been in rotation for me since it dropped. It's a very, very strong sophomore album for Ari Lennox. And within the past couple of years, I said it on the podcast numerous times, she's had her moments on social media where I was, like, you know, shaking my head and scratching my head, like, dang, okay, I get it. That was fucked up what happened to you, but you don't got to blame the whole black men race on what one dude did. You know what I'm saying? But if there's any way you want to transfer that energy and make it to a positive, it's taking that experience and putting it into some music. That's the best thing you can do. We've seen it numerous times. Heartbreak sometimes makes the best music. And this is a perfect example of it. a sex, Location, Ari Lennox. Before I get to the album, she did do something that was not, of the norm in my opinion I don't think I've seen this If it happened It had to happen some years ago Cause I don't remember I don't remember recently This happening So her album dropped On a Friday And I wanna say The Friday before They dropped like a Five song EP Five song EP Called Away Message And I listened to it And I was like Okay You don't really get a gauge Of what the album's gonna do She only had like one song on that EP That I can really say I enjoy That was that Tatted song But I mean, if you could take advantage of throwing away Lucy's and putting them on stream and getting some type of revenue from it, I can't be mad at it. But it was just a different type of marketing that I saw that, okay, you got an album coming out next week. Why would you drop a five-song EP the week before? But like I said, if you take advantage of Lucy's and get some money for it, hey, be my guest. I'm not mad at that. But back to this A-Sets Location project, my favorite songs on the project. I like that POF. I think I saw people in like, interviews and all that, that she had – a lot of this album got to do with like back in the day, like I guess MySpace time. In terms of like messaging, chat, chat room messaging, I didn't know that. I just watched some interviews of hers recently, and she was talking about that. But it totally went over my head that some of this referred back to those internet chat room days. Like I wasn't, like I wasn't in tune with that. <laughs> like I was MySpace, MySpace. I did the typical MySpace. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. That's all I. I wasn't in the chat rooms back then, so that was dope to see her bring that back to life. I guess. But my favorite records, uh, P.O.F. That hoodie record is gonna be real big when you start to get cold outside. I can see that hoodie. This is like a, a good album to like, like take baby steps into the fall winter season. That hoodie record definitely gonna be one of those ones that I can see when it get cold outside. You might see some lyrics on Instagram and all that about. On this hoodie record. And when you hear the song, you'll understand what I mean. A uh, meme Mug, probably my favorite song. One, because I always say I love a woman with a sexy-ass meme mug. Just the name of the song make me like, okay, I like this. I love a woman with a sexy-ass meme mug. I always say that. And uh, she got like a little Erica Badu vibe going on, too, with this song that I really enjoyed. Uh That Boy By song I like with Lucky Day. That Leak It song with Chloe is crazy, too, as well. So... All in all, this is a very, very strong project from Lynn, It's A-Sets location. Another dope thing about this project, in my opinion, was the production. I said it time and time again, all last year it felt like you saw pictures of her in the studio with Jonta Austin, Brian Michael Cox, and Jermaine Dupri. And they did that pressure record. I think that pressure record was, like, real big in terms of radio so that was dope to see, but on this album, she didn't use a lot of outside producers like I thought she was. You know what I'm saying? She kept it very in-house, but the flow is with the content. The type of content Ari Lin is talk about, it's like one of those, like when we say we like to listen to women who tell a man what they want to hear. In terms of, yo, don't don't be all mysterious. Just tell me straight up what you want. Like straight up, what do I need to do? And like, Arlen is one of those ones, she don't hold nothing back on the album. She said, Yo, bro, he 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 hat fished me, like, he took his hat off and it wasn't the same dude, you know what I'm saying? Then another song, my favorite part, she was like, bruh, chill out, you're like, You never had no coochie before, like, relax. Like, and dudes need to be told that a lot. There's a lot of dudes out here that need to be told, Like, bruh, yeah, like you never had no coochie before, relax, dog, you know what I'm saying? So I like the content Ari Linus do. I hope she go on tour. I need something to do before the year over with. So, if I like an album, I just hoping that artist go on tour. And I hope she go on tour with Victoria Monet. She another one. Victoria Monet and Ari Linus need a song together. I can only imagine the type of shit, type of game they go give out to dudes. Those, those the best women artists when you try to talk about, like, giving dudes game. Like, if you do that, you I in my book. Like, I get it. We in the day and age where you gotta buy the Birkin bag and do all this, pay the bills, and I get all that. But sometimes a dude just want to be told what he need to be told. Like, tell me exactly what the hell you want, what you want me to do. And Victoria Monet does that as well. She told a dude straight up, like, we can have all the conversation in the world, we can get to know each other, that's cool. But before all that, let me see what your head game like. <laughs> like Victoria Monet would just come out and straight up say, like, let me see what you know. Let me see what you know what you're doing before. I even get to start, you know, interacting with you like that. So, once again, man, Ari Lennox, A-Sets Location, highly recommended, man. 12 Tracks, like I said, my favorite records. That P.O.F., that Hoodie, that Mean Mug, that Boy By, that Leaky Record. This project is putting Ari in that category for me where it's like, okay. Like I said, Shea Butter, baby, I liked it, but it didn't have me like, well, I'm anticipating the next Ari Lennox song. The next, Art Lennox album. This project made me like she's on that anticipated list for me now. Not saying she got to drop again soon, but whenever she drops again or whenever, whatever, whatever, like I'm paying attention to her for her music now. Like she already looked great, as you guys can see from the album cover. She got fit, she looked great. So, of course, I'm paying attention for that. But in terms of music, now I'm invested in it. You know what I'm saying? That's the best you can ask for nowadays. Like You can make some great songs, but when you get people invested in you and what you got going on, now that's how you know you got a winner. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to Ari Lennox. Also, music over this past weekend, ESTG dropped. I haven't got to that yet. Simba dropped. And um, I think that's all I had on my uh, new releases that came out. I think Nav dropped last week. Some music been dropping, but all I've been listening to is Ari Lennox album in terms of new music. So, if you haven't already checked that out. So for the past couple weeks I've been tuning into Netflix untold documentary series. They had season 2 came out about a month ago. And season 1 was great. If you don't know what untold is, it's basically sports stories, different scandals throughout the year, different sports from tennis, basketball, football, soccer, all the above. Season 1, I think the most the most notable story was probably the malice at the palace. Between the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers, they also had about the hockey team, the Thrashers, where the son was over. The, the son was the owner of a minor league hockey team, but his dad was a mafia. So the FBI was investigating his dad. Meanwhile, the team was on the uh, ice rink. The, the team, whole vibe was they just like to fight. So that's a very, very great epi- uh, episode. But season two had some stories Which I'm more familiar with I'm going to talk about three The first three episodes right now The first was The girlfriend who didn't exist The man Teo story If you don't know the man Teo story Just real quick, brief It was, I believe, the 2011-2012 College football season I remember it uh, Notre Dame Once again, I always talk about Notre Dame Sneaking their way into the top five, top three This was another season Based on that he was the starting linebacker, had a great story, a very, very good player. ain't like he was just a scrub and he was a very good player through the season. and as the season went on, the story about him and his girlfriend and online girlfriend, she passed away and I think he had a family member pass away the same day. So he had the heartfelt story. He was the Heisman hopeful. He lost the Heisman and he lost the national championship game against Alabama. Alabama beat him so bad, that was kind of like the downward spiral of his career, if you ask me, after that Alabama loss, because after the Al- uh, Alabama loss, shortly after, news came out that the girlfriend story was fake, and people thought that he was behind it, but for me personally, after the news came out that his girlfriend and all the whole storyline was fake, I completely tuned out of the whole story, like, I'm like, okay, you lost the national championship, you lost the Heisman, your draft stock, your draft stock is going down, so... I mean, I didn't feel the need to catch up with the story, to keep up with the story anymore. So this episode, it really got me into the mind of, okay, what happened with this? Like, I remember the story through the season and everything, but after the news came out that the girlfriend was fake, I completely tuned out of it. And boy, did I tune out a lot of it because this story was crazier than I remember it being. So what I learned from that episode, the Manti episode was, one, the dude that basically set him up Catfished him. I saw people saying, Yo, how did he not know catfishing? de whoop. Catfishing wasn't a thing. I mean, it was a thing, but the show Catfish wasn't on yet. So that was like before his time. But at the same time, I understand people saying, Yo, you never met this person. And then the person was like, Yeah, it was certain times where he'll talk to a family member, but I'm, I'm, I'm uh, moving the phone around, acting like I'm, and I'm changing my voice and all that. So Manti got played real good. But the craziest part of the whole story was the quote-unquote girlfriend was a dude. I can't remember if the dude and Manti played high school football together or the dude was just on the internet looking for somebody to talk to. And that's a true thing. Like people do just be on the internet to find somebody to talk to and somebody to listen to them talking. You know I'm saying you deal with that however you deal with it but me personally I don't do it the whole internet thing like we are gonna FaceTime or something you ain't gonna get me long with no catfish like we go FaceTime or something you can't FaceTime or we can't meet up together then this ain't going nowhere baby sorry but uh, I mean I guess Mantai was in a state too where he just wanted somebody to talk to which I personally didn't understand because I'm like yo you the, the top guy on Notre Dame and I get it just because you the top Football player, you don't mean you got to go around just messing with a whole bunch of women on campus. I'm not saying that, but I'm sure you could have found somebody, a classmate, somebody, a dorm partner, a, a teammate, somebody to ask, like, "Yo, you think I should continue talking to this person online?" Like, like it's just something I was. Even when that was going on, I was like, "Come on, bro. We in a day and age now. You got back then. You had Skype. You had Uvu. It different ways to find out other than somebody's voice." Is this a real person I'm talking to? And even the man-tied story, like, it played out for him because he did play in the NFL till about 2020, I saw. And he's happily married now and everything. But the person who was catfishing him, like, bro had to get, like, a whole... I don't know if he got, like, a sex change or what, but he's dressing as a woman now. He's dressing as a woman now because he was like, yo, I couldn't get no jobs. When they saw my name on the application, I couldn't get a job or whatever. And I was like, well... Like I said, I tuned out to the story. So I like, damn, like he, he couldn't get a job. Like, when did I didn't even know that the news came out that the dude catfished him? And I saw on the documentary, like, yeah, Dr. Phil got involved, CNN got involved. I was like, damn, I missed a lot about this story because I completely tuned out of it early. So I was like, damn, Brooke can not get a job. Like, he had to change his whole vibe up, man. So that Manti Tale story, it was two episodes. I don't know why they had Manti. Story be two episodes, but I think the end of the first one and all the second one, you find out more about the after effects of the story. And I get it, some people didn't even know about Manti being the football player and Heisman and national went to the national championship game and all that. I get that, but for me, it was the second part where we find out more about the person who was catfishing him that would have my attention the most. So, if you haven't, check out that episode. The girlfriend who didn't exist, the Man tateo story. Very, very intriguing. If it was intriguing for me, I know it was intriguing for the people who didn't know nothing about the story beforehand. So I highly recommend you check that out. The story I was probably most interested in and happy that this happened, The Rise and fall of and One. Finally, I finally got what I wanted. Y'all know months ago, I talked about on the podcast. ESPN had it, the 30 for 30 about Street Ball. I was like, huh, it could have been better. This is the an one Street boss story I wanted to see on Netflix, The Untold. They talked about it all, man, from the ESPN's contract to the traveling to when the professor and all of them came aboard. They talked about all the – the professor got his shit off. The professor was like, yeah, I was – all the groupies, yeah. <laughs> so I liked that professor because the professor wasn't even mentioned on the ESPN documentary. I'm like, how can you talk about an and one and now talk about the ESPN season where they got a professor. Because he was on the, the tour bus the whole season competing. How can you not mention that? But Netflix, they did a great job of telling it, man. They did a very great job of telling it. And basically what happened was with the N one story, it was the NWA situation where Ice Cube was like, yo, uh, Easy E and Jerry eating filet mignon and we eating fat burger. It was that. How they did not know and one players, I mean knowledge. I mean, back then we didn't have the knowledge that we do now. But they should know, like, yo, we on the tour bus, we traveling the country, we on ESPN. How we just eating pizza hood, and the owners of And One are eating filet mignon. Like that was basically what it was. I didn't know the one thing I didn't know in terms of And One. It was the merchandise, the shoe. Because now you t- you say and one shoes, everybody like, bro, come on now, be for real. But back then, they was like second to Nike, maybe above Nike. Because I didn't know that Vince Carter, that famous dunk contest, Vince Carter wearing and one shoes. I did not know that. They said that on the documentary. I said, yo, nobody never say that. They never say when they bring up the Vince Carter dunk contest, like, yo, he was wearing and one shoes. That was crazy to me. The whole Stephon Marbury, I remember that because I saw the Stephon Marbury documentary where he was uh, sponsored by N1. He was wearing N1 shoes. It was at a commercial break. The commercial break was the N1 commercial with uh, Stefan Marbury breaking ankles and N1 shoes. Then when they came back for commercial, he went up for a layup or something, and he broke his ankle wearing N1 shoes. I remember seeing that, but I did not remember or anybody even mentioning the fact that Vince Carter was wearing and one shoes during that dunk contest. And that would really got them up in stock and had them able to get the ESPN show with and one getting main event prime objective and Shane, the dribbling machine headache. They brought in hot sauce. Of course they brought in professor. Like I mentioned, uh, they talked about it all, man. There was the Air one story I've been waiting to see. And I feel like I got my answers. I feel like they all was able to tell their story. Shane the dribbling machine, he had a very interesting piece toward the end where he was, like, he was trying to get money for his son to go to college or something like that, and the people wouldn't even pay for it. And one wouldn't even pay for it. And they went to one of the and one owners, and he was like, "Uh, I don't remember that conversation. If I did, I don't remember much of it. So, it was just wild to see, like, dang, like, they did bring a lot to the game. Like I said – the ESPN documentary, we watch uh, Steph Curry now, John Morant, Kyrie Irving, uh, John Wall, Westbrook, even LeBron that time. That's that and one shit. Like, back then when and one was on TV, you wouldn't see – probably see Jason Kidd. you see different players do it during that time period, but it wasn't as accepted as it, is, as it is now. You know what I'm saying? So, and one street ball, I always call them the hood celebrities, man. Anytime time you watch it on ESPN, the whole hood will come out see it well, they be in indiana chicago atlanta la virginia florida they had a the whole block shut down man so finally this the end one story i wanted to see definitely that's for this podcast episode episode 182 once again man condolences pnb rock ari Lennon's new album a sex location and of course netflix untold Hope everyone go out, have a great week Have a great weekend, enjoy yourself i catch y'all here same time next week Keep me in your prayers I-